0: from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios. Get associated with Kathy, ACU of Texas in the community. Now, it's time for Vinyl Draft Radio with your host, Kathy Watina. Available online Thursdays at 12 noon at vinaldraftradio.com. It is Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, here's your host, Kathy Watina.
1: Good afternoon everyone. You're on. That is with kathy aco texas in the community i am really excited to be doing today's show we are two weeks out from the 25th annual tour de Baz bike ride and um, aco texas has been involved in this bike ride for approximately 10 years or so for the past eight years we've been the title sponsor and One of the reasons we love doing this is because it gives back. We don't ever just do an event to do an event. And that's something important to remind yourself of when you're trying to look into events to do in your organization. You want them to have a purpose. And so today I have with me Rex Kleesel, um, who is the chief of Alvin Volunteer Fire Department. Thank you, Rex, for
2: joining us. Nice to be in here.
1: And Jamie Huygens is the Community Executive Director for the Thelma L.A. Anderson Family YMCA. And fun fact, Jamie was my boss for about five years. So welcome, Jamie, and thank you for being here. Thank you, Kathy. So um, when we got involved with the organization, it was first just done through the Friends of Alvin Parks Foundation. And they did many great things in the Alvin community, some of those being they built a dog park, they, I think they did some walking trails over there in briscoe park so they did did a lot of amazing things and um, as it's changed to the city um, or first off the ymca then later on got involved and um, how i got involved with the ride is that we started helping with the organization and that's how we raised funds for our annual campaign so i'm excited to have jamie here talking more about what the ymca does as well as um what the funds will be used for this year um, funds are a little different this year, how the YMCA is getting distributed. So they're really counting on volunteers coming and showing up in their name, but also um, having ridership. That's kind of a special interest of theirs this year is really increasing the ridership to make sure that they're able to meet their goals. So that's how everyone can help this year with them. And then one of the things that is really big with AC of Texas is that We work a lot with fire departments, police departments, veterans groups. That's something that is really special to us. We have special hero reward accounts. So Rex, I had brought something to you. I'll give Jamie one as well. Um, But I brought some for your firefighters and this is a special bracelet that we had done and it says honoring those who protect and defend us And it has the American flag, which represents our veterans, and then you'll see there's three white, uh, three stripes. One of them is the red one for the fire's department. One of them is the white one for the EMS, and then um, blue for the police. So we really wanted to do that, and you'll notice it's just it's something that is really important for us to honor our heroes. We thank you guys for everything you do.
2: Quite welcome. Happy to do it and
1: also um i brought you some real hero real rewards which is our special account for heroes and veterans
2: all right it's going to be a little small for drying off after the shower but, uh,
1: <laughs> you can um, dry off the fire truck with them right all
2: right yeah that'll work <laughs> thank you very much
1: you're welcome so jamie um, tell me how long have you been with the ymca
3: Ooh, i've been with a y for 32 years not wow. all in Elvin, but in various uh, cities and areas. So, your career actually,
1: I always found it very interesting because your career got started um, when you were in college as more of a
3: volunteer role, is that correct? Correct, correct. Actually, um, I got involved in the Y, I took a lifeguarding class at the Y. And they were looking for volunteers to lifeguard. And this is many, many moons ago where you could volunteer and actually get a membership. And so uh, I volunteered at the Y through uh, lifeguarding. And just after graduating from college, it's like, what can I do? And so the Y was a great opportunity.
1: I think that so many people that I meet have a Y story themselves or they know somebody with a Y story. So I think that that's really um shows kind of what the impact the YMCA has had over the years and um, obviously specifically for you because you've made a career of it and so that's really neat and so many people are gearing up for summer and for summer swim so you started as a lifeguard um, but there's a lot of things that go on at the YMCA like swim lessons a friend of mine on Facebook was just asking me about swim lessons so that's something you guys have there right
3: yeah we actually start a session next Monday so we're starting start our spring session uh, so we have three sessions during the spring and then summer will be here before we know it where we'll have our summer lessons Uh, In the summer, we offer lessons in the morning, evening, and weekends, and so um, one of our main focuses is really to teach kids to be safe around water. Uh, Texas is a state that has way too many drownings, and so our goal is to teach the kids to be safe if they're at a river, a lake, or the beach, and uh, also teaching them swim skills. But if they fall in, what can they do to save themselves?
1: Last week I had or last week, I had more of the event organizers, and we'll we'll talk more about the event in just a minute, but um one of the things that we talked about that's unique about Brazoria County, I think, and specifically, which is where the A anderson YMCA is, is that people don't drown in pools often. They're drowning in their backyard lake or a ditch or things of that nature. And I think that, Rex, you working with the emergency services, you can kind of attest to that.
2: Right. Uh, ponds. Ponds are a big thing in Brazoria County because they <laughs> dig out the ponds to build their houses and, and then they have the water behind the house and kids just fall into them they get into it they're curious
1: yeah so those swim lessons are <coughs> super important and um exactly what jamie was saying they really teach about safety around water especially at a young age and um i recently saw one on um over in santa fe so so close to alvin mm-hmm. and that was just a sad situation where they, it was a pond i think right do you, yeah. you guys right. remember yeah, that's so a pond one? And, um, and they were visiting grandma and grandpa. So even if you don't have a pond in your um, backyard, you know, think about your family and, and everyone that's around. Um, so get your kids into those swim lessons. But that's kind of what the annual campaign, which we are going to get to touch on in a few minutes, gears towards is making sure that those needs are met for everyone, including those who can't afford it. So the event. Rex, this is your first year going out to the Tour de Bras, Correct. Correct so what in, in your mind like what do you envision happening at the tour de Bras? like what do you what do you see about it
2: well uh i've seen the riders come by my house i live out on the county road and for years they've been coming by and you know i've, I've known about the the race but i've never been a participant or been able to help out in it just didn't know much about it because i'm so involved in the fire department but it's really an eye opener, you know, what all it is and how big it is. I did not realize that the race was this big.
1: Yeah. So we expect hopefully around seven hundred to seven hundred and fifty riders. The first seven hundred though are gonna get a T shirt and they're gonna get a packet and make sure that they get lots of goodies and be able to find out about future rides that are coming up. So that's one thing that's really neat about it. Jamie, how long have you been involved in the ride?
3: I think this is my fifth fifth year. Yeah. As the why you know, part, helping out with the event and securing volunteers and helping with packet pickup.
1: And, and Jamie, your role has really grown over the years because of your expertise in things that you've done in the past. So you've been ride directors or race directors for other events. Is that right? Correct. Down in
3: Galveston. Helped with the Mardi Gras Beach Run. Put that event on.
1: So what do you like about doing these
3: what do I like about to, and it's to make a difference in the community and getting people out and, and meeting other folks? Um, it's a great event, and it just brings your various communities together to have a good time and, and uh, to raise money and awareness. You know, this year the money's going to the Elvin Fire Department along with the Y, and so it's just really helping good causes out there
1: definitely it's a long day for us right so we're gonna we're gonna get out there rex how how early are your you and your team
2: gonna get out uh we'll be out there about 5:30 in the morning
1: about 5:30, i think that's the time jamie and i are starting out our day and then we'll end our day about four o'clock how many fire um volunteer fire department do you expect to be out there do you expect a lot of your fire department to be able to show up and do things various parts of the race so maybe not necessarily right there on
2: uh we're gonna have probably about 20 people out there uh, in different job functions like I say this is our first year to do it so we're not real sure what we're doing but you know we're being told what to do so uh.
1: <laughs> definitely and I think that uh, you know Rex is 20 and and he has so many that are out there starting really Monday because they're doing so much with the city they're getting all the signs ready making sure you guys are able to have a safe ride and um so so much of the fire department is helping out before and after the ride is um going on so that's nice that you guys are showing up and believing in a cause that's going to support you
2: right my administrative assistant a while ago told me she's got to go grocery shopping uh, tomorrow or monday to uh pick up the supplies for the one of the dinners and i said grocery shopping you know i didn't
1: (laughs) i made her a really good list just so you know (laughs) 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 i literally right before i left i was finishing up that list with your parks and recreation um, department manager and um, she was getting that over to him and so we got we got her a good list of stuff for a really good meat spaghetti so anybody i'm glad you brought that up rex if you this is something that the city's really added to the ride this year. I think it's something they did in the past and they decided to bring it back. But if you pick up your packet Saturday evening at the train depot, we will treat you to a to a good spaghetti dinner. Or at least I hope it's good because I <laughs> just told everybody I'm cooking.
0: <laughs> all
3: right. Kathy's a good cook, I, she makes good chili. Okay, well good, we're looking forward to it.
1: When we get back, we're gonna talk all about um, my spaghetti and we'll also talk about Uh, the YMCA and more about what it's going to benefit this year. So we'll be back on get associated with Kathy.
0: We're back with more get associated with Kathy live from the ACU of Texas studios.
1: alvin volunteer fire department rex is the chief as well as jamie huygens who is the director for the executive director for the thelma anderson family ymca both from alvin texas and that's because we're talking about the tour de bras bike ride we were talking about spaghetti and how i'm cooking it so be afraid but not too afraid because i like to cook and i think i cook okay so and michelle's done this before too so she's um She's ready to cook for everyone, and we'll have to-go containers. We would love for you to stay and sit and eat with us Saturday afternoon at the Alvin Train Depot to pick up your packet. You'll also be able to register there, so we will be able to do cash check or credit registration that night, um, and you can get all set up for the next day, and hopefully we're going to have a really good, beautiful day for the ride. I know this weekend is kind of going to be a stormy weekend, so I'm hoping that means that the next weekend will be not so stormy. Anyway so um, I was talking to Jamie about the annual campaign and what it benefits so why don't you tell us a little bit about your annual campaign what your goals are for this year.
3: Uh, This year our goal is $84,000 and the campaign has Um, various focus and so we have different areas and so we have our eliminate drowning focus which um, helps give scholarships for kids for swim lessons and then we have a go for green program which we're trying to work with our day camp kids to be able to swim in the deep end and go down the slide and that's important to the kids in day camp Um, and then we have our improvement academic achievement area where we focus on our after school program and uh, summer day camp program working with kids on uh, summer learning loss, so we do literacy, uh, STEM projects, really just keeping their minds um, active, and uh, so they don't learn what they learn uh, lost during the school year. And so, through our annual campaign, we can give scholarships for these programs. So, um, we're working with families and individuals that. Necessarily can't afford programs, or you know during the summer it gets expensive to have your kids in summer day camp, um, which is a program that goes from you know the beginning of the morning to the end of the day, you know six thirty in the evening. So uh, we have these scholarships available for uh, families that can't afford summer camps, um, and then we have our youth sports programs, and we're currently in our spring season, but we do have scholarships for individuals uh, that are trying to get their kids into sports programs and don't have that extra funds to get them involved. And then we have our program called Membership for All. Um, And our goal at the Y is to get everyone healthy, and not just people that can afford it, but individuals that can afford a membership. And so um, if you make under uh, $50,000, we will give you a discount on our our membership program. We would just need a tax return. Um, And then we also have a program called um, Diabetes Prevention, which is a program where we're trying to get individuals who are pre-diabetic, that are on that road to becoming diabetic. And so our goal is to get them in this program so they don't have to get on insulin, so they don't become diabetic. And so that program is also funded through our annual campaign, Uh, and it's a great program. There's lots of success, success, that's a hard word to say, success stories um, of individuals that, hey, have made a big change in life, lost 40 pounds, aren't having to get on diabetes prevention medicine, getting off their high blood pressure medicine. And so through our annual campaign, uh, with that $84,000, it will let us serve about 1,300 individuals some type of assistance um throughout the year so
1: so how's the ride going to be able to assist you guys are are relying on ridership correct so you guys have a goal kind of per rider that you're gonna get assistance from so we need people to register for you and
3: so this year the goal is eight dollars per rider so uh, the more riders we get the more money we'll get and that Money will go to the annual campaign to make help us make a difference in the Elfin community.
1: Well, last week when I was talking about the why, it's something that is very easy for me to talk about because it's something that I've lived and and been a part of for so long, and it is near and dear to my heart. But I was just talking about kind of some of my stories that are just special to me, and it's something that whenever why professionals go through a class, um, it's actually a weekend retreat. They kind of are encouraged to think about their why. Like, why did they work for the YMCA? And um, so, Janie, you have so many neat stories, and so I'm gonna pick a couple that I know for you to talk about. For first off is one of the things that you said is the Membership for All program helps get people healthy. And so you have a story from when you were working actually in this area, I believe, in the Clear Lake area, and there was a lady who came in and and she couldn't afford a membership, um, and she was struggling to walk. Right. And so um, she went to the pool. Do you remember that story?
3: I'm trying to. Re- oh, God, Kathy, there's so many stories and, you know, in over 30 year, you know, over 30 years, there's so many people that we make an impact.
1: It, definitely. And, and you've you've made an impact on, on a lot of lives. So I'm going to try to recap that story. Okay. You think of the story. To th- of I one actually, of. one Yeah,
3: go ahead and share that story, because I'm trying to think of some more recent stories and definitely have, you know, some recent stories to share, too.
1: So when we go out and we ask people to make these donations, it's really important to make sure that we're touching on the live. So one of the times when Jamie actually asked me to make my donation, that's one thing that um, is unique about the Y is everyone's asked, including staff. And so she was telling us about a story um, or me, I guess, because those are all done individually about a story. And she had um, a member who couldn't necessarily afford a membership and they were having some trouble and they were having to go to the pool um, to learn how to walk again. And, and so that was, and I, I can't remember all the details of it, so I, I'm sorry, I probably am getting the story wrong, and <laughs> that's probably why you're not recalling it. But, but I remember the lady walking across the pool, back and forth on the pool, and that was really neat because you, um, and we have some neat ones that have happened um, at the Y Alvin. So what is your story kind of this year that you're focusing on whenever you are reaching that goal? Because you do have to focus, I mean, 84000 is a lot of money, so, you really have to think about those individuals, right?
3: Yeah. Well, recently we just had a story um, that is kind of recent here, actually. Um, the Y has uh, Camp Cullen up by Trinity, Texas. And so, part of our goal this year, um, this Camp Cullen raises money and we match it at the Thelma Lay Center and so with our goal, um, we'll be able to send 10 kids to camp and so every year we're like, hey, who can we send to camp? This is a great experience, it makes a life impact on these kids every summer when they come back, it makes a big difference. And so every year I work with the after school director and say, hey, do you have any kids that would benefit uh, through our after school program? And she said, Jamie, I have a family, Um, they're going through this situation right now. Uh, where the mom and dad are fighting, you know, the, the police had to come and deal some, you know, deal with some issues with the family and, you know, dad taking the kids when he wasn't supposed to take the kids and, you know, we're thinking, hey, how can we get some normalcy back in these kids' lives? And um, so I reached out to the mom and she's like, well, who gave me, who gave me the name and stuff? And I said, well, you know, our Alexis, our child care director. And she goes, oh my gosh, you just made my day, Jamie. And she actually started crying on the phone. She was so happy that her two boys are gonna get a week of summer camp up at Camp Cullen and have some normalcy. And that's made possible through the annual campaign. And, and then she even took it a step further. She called Alexis and was crying to Alexis on the phone, thank you for nominating my two boys. Um, you just didn't realize how that made my day, that the why was thinking of me and, and making a difference in my life. So that's just one story. and you know. Um, you realize you make a difference every day.
1: What's really cool is when you find out years later that you, and and some of the families you kind of know you've made an impact um, on their lives and they're important to you. But recently I held a, or in October, I held a Halloween event. And um, one of the kids that we had sent to camp was just like ecstatic over the moon um, to see me. And so you know, and and automatically he goes back to that camp experience, um, and he was benefited from the annual campaign. And um, I like to call him Jake from State Farm. Um, so I know Jamie knows who I'm talking about mm-hmm. when I say that. And he liked to introduce himself. as when that Jake from State Farm commercial was out. So when he when I first met him, he wouldn't he would call himself Jake from State Farm, or his mom would call him that, and um, he always gets a kick out of that. But coming to an event, you know, and this is years since we've sent him to camp um, him and his brother went and both of them actually received nominations for the um, camper of the week which is actually only awarded to one camper per week so out of all of the kids that were there um, the year his brother went and the year he went they both received like a special award in the mail at the end of the summer so that was kinda neat we sent some really good kids from the Alvin area Um. so when we get back, we're going to talk to Rex a little bit more about the um, volunteer fire department, everything that they're doing from the for the community, and um, we're going to maybe touch a little bit more on the why, if, if there's if time permits, and um, we'll get back on get associated with Kathy ACO Texas in the community. <laughs>
0: We're back with more Get Associated with Kathy, live from the ACU of Texas studios.
1: We're back with Get Associated with Kathy. Thank you for joining us. I'm with Rex from Alvin Volunteer Fire Department, as well as Jamie from the YMCA, and we're talking about the Tour de Bras bike ride that's coming up in two Sundays, April 22nd. The ride is an open start at 8 a.m., and so that means that it's a recreational ride so we're not doing timing or anything like that we don't have restrictions on bikes that was one of the questions we got on facebook today so this ride really is a fun ride for everyone you can do the uh, there's five different rides so you can do the um 10 mile is the shortest one all the way up to the hundred which we are a recommended ride for the um ms150 which is coming up the week after our ride so that's the 26th and 27th somewhere in the 29th yeah perfect thanks jamie you can jump in at any time you're good um so the ms150 is the um is going to be on the 29th and um it um so the the ride beforehand it's the last century ride so it's like kind of that last preparation ride and we even have i think a triathlon rider that just sent us an email saying that they wanted to come out and do a practice ride so no matter what sport you're training from train, training for you can get a good ride in so come out and join us so jamie um what other information about the ride am i leaving out uh, tourdebras.org i was leaving out so t-o-u-r-d-e-b-r-a-z.org You can get registered. You'll go over to the active site and get registered through there.
3: I think you've covered it all, Kathy. I mean, it's just just a great event. Um, You can see the great lands of Brazoria County. Lots of mini fields of rice and land and yeah, definitely.
1: It goes through pretty much all of Brazoria County. Rex, have you seen all the maps that are going out?
3: Yes,
2: it's going. uh, I was quite surprised how far it it did go. like I said, they they've come by my house for many years, and I never really knew where all they went. And when I heard that they were, you know, going as far as they were, that's that's kind of surprising. And it's a lot of country roads. It's really beautiful driving and riding on your bicycle.
1: Definitely. And one of the things that we have is um, we're going to have stops along the way. We'll get you some good fruit um, from the local. The local uh, farm, I guess, Froberg Farm. So they're um, actually providing all the fruit for the ride. And we'll get you some crackers, some cookies, whatever you need to make sure that you can get through your ride, whatever that is. And um, like we talked about last week, if you start the ride and you're not feeling it um, today and you thought you were going to do 100 and you decide you want to do, Jamie, you know the routes better than me, 52, 64. I mean, there's a
3: 10-mile, a 34, a 50, a 65, and a 100.
1: So if you decide you started with the 100 and you wanna go down to the 65, or you know you were gonna do the 10 mile because it was your first ride, but you've been practicing and you decide you wanna do the 34, hey, go for it, we're, we're all about that. And you can bring your family out. We have special pricing for the kids. Um, and then we're gonna end it with a big party, right? Right. Rex, you don't know this, but <laughs> I volunteered the fire department to start the race with the sound of the sirens, doesn't that sound amazing?
2: Yes, yes, that's something more we we'll can get the, do.
1: We'll get the horns going.
2: Right,
3: that's a cool idea.
1: I did that last week on the air, so I feel like if I reiterate it on the air, I can always go back to the to the feed and say, "Hey, look, we committed this." <laughs> I like to trap people.
2: Yeah, all, that's that's no radio. problem. We're more than happy to do any part of it.
1: So you guys are going to be out there, though? With Yes,
2: we'll be out there all day. Uh, I have people that are SAG drivers. I have people that are picking up the groceries. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm supposed to be out there as a safety officer. And uh, we've got quite a few tasks that we're going to be doing.
1: Awesome. So if you have kids and you just want your kids to see the fire truck, as long as it doesn't go on any emergencies, we do plan on having that at the start, which is at Alvin Community College. It's going to end at Briscoe Park, uh, which is just within i mean definitely within riding distance less than you've ridden. um so it's just behind or besides the co- beside the college beside the, the college, college? it's, it's the walking co- distance yeah so um everything's right there at the end of the ride we are gonna have a big party with pizza and beer some and, bands and the band um amber and the rascals i know is starting our day out i can't remember the other two bands that are going to be out there but there's going to be some great bands i announced them last week um and um but amber and the rascals is one of my favorite um and i've seen them at local places around here and they're they're a great group have you guys heard amber and the rascals before
3: no 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 No, i haven't either
1: you haven't so but you've heard some of their members i think their entire membership group came out to an event that we had um i think they were like called the four friends or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the same group, okay. just without Amber. Amber's never made it to an event. She's got a beautiful voice. She's done a lot of things for Alvin Community College. Um, I actually was the stage manager in one of the shows where she was the lead um, in the musical and her voice is just gorgeous. She sings for the mm-hmm. local, Method- um, I'm gonna get that wrong. I said that in Methodist church, but it's not, it's the Presbyterian. She's, um, she sings there as well. I believe she's very involved. Uh, at the presbyterian church so she's a she's a great local girl and i'm excited to have her out this year the volunteer fire department will be there with the truck they're going to have it hanging with the um, american flag i believe that's how we're going to get started so if you're out there and you're looking for the um the start of the ride you can look for the big fire truck right
2: right it'll be our ladder truck it'll have a huge uh american flag hanging from it and we'll also have a pumper out there for the kids to look at and Clam on
1: awesome so um so bring your family out let them see a fire truck i know my kids love looking at the fire truck they're a little intimidated by getting in the fire truck still but they love looking at it and you
2: know, all the kids do
1: and i always stick them on top of the bumper and take a picture because
2: right that's, right
1: that's the the fun mommy part you know yep. you get to show your kids off on a fire truck so Give, yep. give them some dreams, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so um, on the volunteer fire department, how many volunteer firefighters do you guys have in Alvin?
2: We have 65.
1: 65 firefighters, and that's because you have a large area you have to cover.
2: Right, we c- cover 100 square miles. Uh, we cover halfways to all of the towns around us, and sometimes during the daytime we cover some of the smaller cities uh, that don't have the manpower to be able to do that. So we're more than happy to do that. And we're one of the larger fire departments in Missouri County.
1: And, um, whenever, how many calls do you guys get out, um, per year, I guess? We'll go with that.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we strictly run fire calls. We, we don't do any emergency medical service. Uh, that, that, they're a separate organization in Alvin. They're, they're a career group. Uh, we do about seven to 800 calls a year, which is quite a few. Uh, but we have a big area to cover too.
1: Definitely. What, um, how many fire stations are there in Alvin, because I I always knew of the one on House Street, but I don't think I knew of any other ones, and so I'm learning there's like firehouse one, firehouse two.
2: Right. Well, we have three. We have three fire stations. We're in the process of uh, designing a new central uh, fire station, EMS station. Uh, Both the fire and EMS will be moving into that building. Uh, our building's about 50 years old. The EMS building's not quite that old, but it's in pretty rough shape. And the city saw fit to, uh, you know, purchase land to uh, build us a new fire station. So we're kind of looking forward to that.
1: Whenever your firefighters are on duty do they spend a majority of their time when they're on duty are they at the fire station how does that work that always interests me uh,
2: in a volunteer fire department what you uh, every firefighter carries a pager and a cell phone uh, they can be activated by both sources uh, when there's a an emergency the uh, pager will go off and you will go to the station that you're closest to that you live at or wherever you're at you'll go to the closest station you'll man one of the fire trucks and go out uh, that's the reason that we have 65 firefighters so that when some of them are at work or some of them are at sleep or you know family activities we have ample people to be able to take care of an emergency
1: so um how many staff you guys actually have some staff though right
2: yes uh, we have uh, five full-time staff members Uh, we have one paid firefighter that uh, also takes care of all the apparatus in the stations i have an administrative assistant i have the fire marshal's office in my department i take care of that and then myself i'm the fire department administrator so that's my paying job
1: Awesome. I did not realize that. I didn't realize that the paying job and the firefighter job were different.
2: Yes, there's two different jobs. I'm a volunteer fire chief.
1: Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So um, you mentioned your administrative assistant. I'm assuming that's Dixie, correct?
2: Right, right.
1: So I was at a lunch on Wednesday, and she got honored, and there was just so many good things said about her. So... Tell tell me about Dixie. because um, She's out shopping for us right yes. now. So
2: I, I told her I said you need to keep your hand down. She volunteers for everything because she wants to be <laughs> she wants to be a part of everything and she's really good at it. She's you know into everything and she you know she's always volunteering. I say you're gonna overwhelm yourself and and she she does. But uh, she enjoys it. Uh, she's just a great asset for the fire department. Uh, of course, you know doing the administrative work, but. Also, you know, we have a a junior fire department. We also have a ladies auxiliary, and she's even a member of that ladies auxiliary. So she participates with them, uh, helping cook food for us and, you know, raising funds for us. And so, you know, in addition to her paying job, she's volunteering too.
1: She is an incredible woman. I actually knew and saw Dixie around town, not even knowing what she did as a career before that, um, before I even realized she was with the fire department, because like you said, she is she's in everything and, and does everything so well that people want her to be around and to be helping and assisting in things. And it's neat that you guys have such a great asset to your, um, to your community, as well as the other um, paid employees, but also the volunteer employees. So i want to talk about like what the funds are going to be used for because i think that um some people just do the ride to give back and that that's wonderful and i know that us as a community we want to support the ride because it does give back to you but we want to do that um and and make sure we know kind of where the funds are going to and why it's so important for a volunteer fire department to have those and we'll talk all about that whenever we get back on get associated with kathy ac of texas in the community
0: We're back with more Get Associated with Kathy, live from the ACU of Texas studios.
1: Welcome back to Get Associated with Kathy. You're listening to FinalDraftRadio.com, and we have Rex from the Alvin Volunteer Fire Department here with us, and... Jamie Huygens with the YMCA was busy saving kids' lives and doing things (laughs) with swim and camp and all of those good things, so she had to take off, but we're glad to still have Rex with us. Thank you.
2: I'm glad to be here.
1: So we were talking about the Alvin Volunteer Fire Department and all they do. um, And I wanted to get into what the funds are going to be used for. But I also wanted to talk about your education programs because you guys have some really neat education programs that happen. And so what educational things do you guys do out in the community?
2: Oh, mercy. Uh, It's so much. Uh, Well, we go to every uh, elementary school every year. We we cover all of the classes and we do fire prevention program. Teach them to stop, drop, and roll, which is very important. Uh, I've I've got kids that uh, are 20 years old that say that they remember me coming to their school teaching that and you know some of the other firemen. So that's that's kind of rewarding. Uh, we uh go to daycares we put on programs at daycares uh we put on i was
1: gonna say you guys do more than the elementary schools because oh, yes. my daughter is um both my kids started at acc lab school right um and one of them we I, they you guys were there and yes. she came home and she told me all about it and i was really impressed because she's so young and so you guys really do a good job of putting it in their terms and being able to show them what what they need to know
2: yes yeah, some of some of our people that go out there some of the firefighters that that do the training they they can really get down to the children's level and and talk to them and and educate them and it's it's so important to teach them you know to what what to do if they you know are involved in a fire you know that they need to get out of the house and you know go to a muster point and you know the importance of that not to play with matches and and I think it's made a big impact on the community.
1: It definitely does and, and has because you don't see as many um, emergencies, I think, as things have grown as far as point pointless ones, I say. Right. I, I right. try to use that word sensitively because yeah. we all can get into a situation that we didn't mean to and we can all have accidents. But you guys do a really good job of, of teaching those kids at such a young age and they do remember because, like I said, my kids came home and I was like, you know what uh you know I think it was I I think she did the stop drop and roll for me and I think she also knew on the I think I was more impressed with the fire
2: the smoke the smoke detectors yeah
1: like she was asking me about them and uh, I thought that was really cool
2: yeah when we ask that's one of the things we'll do you know we'll be talking to them about the smoke detectors and say does everybody have a smoke detector in their hand in their house and we'll have one in our hand and we'll demonstrate it and you know they all raise their hand and and We'll ask them, you know, do you uh, test them? And uh, it's it's comical that you'll you'll hear some of the, the little kids say, well, no, Mommy took the batteries out of it because she was cooking and the smoke set the, the smoke detector off, and so it's kind of comical.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. They're calling us out, are they?
2: Right, right. Well, <laughs>
1: yeah. so hopefully I don't set off the smoke detector because I'm cooking for a lot of people
2: right no, before no. the
1: ride so no,
2: we're, we're going to monitor you we're going to have some of the firemen there helping you cook
1: <laughs> they are i'm excited about that yes, yes maybe they'll show me a thing or two
2: well no i don't know about that they when i ask you is there anybody that knows how to cook spaghetti for five six hundred people nobody raised their hand so oh, nobody volunteered no. but they said they'll be glad to be there and help out help y'all cook it and you know, transport it. Awesome.
1: Yes, they're going to transport it. Are they going to transport on a fire truck?
2: Uh, It'll be one of the pickup trucks, but it (laughs) will be one of the fire department trucks.
1: I was hoping we could go full, uh, you know, full lights and sirens and make it a big deal all the way to the, to the train depot to where we get to serve all that yummy food.
2: Only in parades.
1: Yes. (laughs) Five alarm spaghetti. That's Tegan, our producer.
2: There you go.
1: Jumping in, he's going to be um, – are you going to come help me cook? No?
2: No, nah, I won't have time, unfortunately. Oh, Sorry. sad day. Yeah.
1: Teagan, the way he's working today, could actually do everything. He could cook, run a show, and ride the race all at the same time, right?
2: There you go. Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, So what – you know you guys do have so many educational programs and you guys take the kids a lot of things um, my kids favorites are the pink specifically um, although my other daughter would request purple ones um, but I think she's she's dealing with the pink one that she got oh, the fire helmet the fire helmet yeah and so um but you guys take fire helmets, you take pink ones, you take red ones um, out there. So all the girls right. and the boys feel like they can be firefighters one day.
2: Right. And that's one of the things that we do. We try to give each one of the kids, you know, something to take home to remember us by. And the longer they're thinking about it, the, you know, it'll sink in, especially with the young ones. And we do the same thing with the elderly. We go to nursing homes. We go to uh, daycares. Uh, we go to the high school, put on uh, career days. Uh, just you name it you know if we're asked to participate in a function we're there right? we've participated in everything
1: so um, what other things so obviously we know that those programs all cost money and, yes. and you've got to be able to fund all those great programs which is why I wanted to talk about them because I've seen the work of them and, and how important and beneficial they are to our community but on top of that what else are um, will the funds be used for for the tour de Bras?
2: well we have an annual uh, scholarship uh our couple of scholarships that we give out to the firefighters families it's uh you know either a firefighter that's wanting to further their education or a spouse or their child and so we we give out scholarships to our you know folks uh we used to give it to the high school but we thought well we you know keep it in house and and give it to our own we have plenty of need there so we do that we buy Uh, life insurance policy for all the firefighters Uh, not an accidental just a life insurance policy it's one of the little benefits we can do Uh and uh... we just recently had a firefighter that passed away and it was rewarding to be able to give his wife a uh, check from the insurance company and that's just one of the little things that we do we buy equipment uh... we've bought a lot of the equipment that uh... We have at the fire department and of course you know then we turn that over to the city uh just you know send people to school there's just just a lot of things that we could we do with our funds
1: yeah it's important it's important to make sure that our our firefighters are well taken care of because especially when they're in a volunteer role i mean and 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 when they're in a full-time role as well, but when they're in a volunteer role, they're doing this out of their heart and for the passion of what they do. Right. And right. So what is y'all's goal annually? I know that you might not have a specific goal for the Torto Bras and what it's raising, but for you guys over the year, what do you guys need to raise to keep um, in business?
2: well the city we we uh are a department of the city, so the city helps us take care of you know all the a lot of our needs, but it's the extra things that that we use our funds for uh we have an annual banquet that the uh husband and wife goes to and and we you know i try not to spare any expense there you know it's a night out that there's no kids, and so you know that that's expensive we we have a our annual christmas party that uh is for just for the kids we have them there we feed them chicken nuggets you know and french fries something that they want to eat and uh we give each one of them a toy and you know that's that's something that they remember my son's in his 30s and he still remembers you know going to those christmas parties oh
1: definitely yeah it's so important um it's so important for the family um, to have all of those things and um so this ride is obviously important it's important to the y they need the riders and then also it's important for the um alvin fire department they have to stay running we've got to keep um our fighters from hopefully not causing per you know full damage because i know that when you guys go out to a fire hopefully the prevention at that point is to keep it from being completely um damaged and i've i've known families that have gone through that and it's just devastated Uh, devastating for them so thank you guys for everything you do we look forward to rewarding you um with a check at the end of the ride or a couple of days after the ride once we've been able to figure everything out and thanks rex for being here with me today all right well you've been on get associated with kathy
0: thank you for listening to get associated with kathy join us next thursday live from the acu of texas studios on vinyl draft radio